Hello, this is today's focus of attention, Mickey here. For this episode, I have invited Exigent, a rock band from South Florida. The band members are Jessica, vocalist and bassist, Jacob, guitarist, and the drummer Angel. With different influences and backgrounds, from metal to musical theatre, they have created a distinctive and powerful sound. Let's listen to their last single, It's Over, which is already on Spotify, Apple Music and YouTube. Exigent, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having us. You know, the first thing that comes to mind is why the name Exigent? Where did it come from? It seems to be Jacob's idea. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, so the, I guess the story kind of goes, was it my 10th grade year? I think it was my 10th so. grade year <laughs> in uh, school. So in my high school I was at, all our textbooks would be on our laptops. So, you know, like a good student, when we were reading a book, I was split-screening playing a game on the other side. <laughs> so we were reading uh, Julius Caesar in the textbook, and I would play him a game, and then I would glance to the book on the side to make sure I knew what was going on in case the teacher would call me. <laughs> And one time I glanced over and I saw a word highlighted. It said exigent. And I was like, oh, that's, that's an interesting word. So I searched up what it meant and I saw that it meant like demanding, like an urgent thing. So I was like, that's a pretty cool word. So then there you go. <laughs> All right. How would you define the style of exigent? Style. Well, I... For me, like I think of us as more of a edgy modern rock band and yeah. up and coming. So we're we have that little edge, but we're not so screamo type, you know. So that that would be our style. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, like we all come from different like musical backgrounds and stuff. Like I actually started in musical theater. I was a dancer before that too. So this actually came a lot later for me in life. So I have like all that classical training under my belt and then I went into the rock world. It's completely different for me. <laughs>
of all of you, who's the most metal? Oh, yeah, of course. I thought it was going to be Jacob, you know, the style, the electric guitar, but it is Angel. But, you know, I learned that Angel achieved a good rank in the hit Like a Girl contest. I recently had an interview with a drummer who collaborates with Hit Like a Girl contest. Her name is Myrna. She's on Instagram as Drumbicious Myrna. Do you know her? Oh, yes, 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 yes. She's an amazing drummer. Now, let's talk about your musical influences. Let's start with Jessica. When and why you chose the bass guitar? Did you have any particular motivation or influence? Um, well, basically how bass started was kind of by accident because <laughs> I had been singing and doing a little bit of acoustic guitar and then in my school band the bassist was graduating and I had kind of picked up bass but I wasn't like a bassist yet so the teacher was like oh you want to play bass for me I'm like okay so it kind of just went from there <laughs> and then I started like really looking into bass um, I had already been a Rush fan for like years at this point But now that I was getting into bass, I was like, because I always thought Getty Lee was like the coolest person ever. Because <laughs> he sings and plays bass and does like the keys and everything. So to me, he's like, like, I want to be that. This <laughs> is so cool. What about Jacob? Mate, favorite guitar players, influences? Um, It's always hard to like rattle off a few. But if I had to like rattle off a few on the spot, Eric Johnson, Guthrie Govin, and uh, I mean, those two I love a lot. I mean, I always loved, like, I was brought up on, like, classic rock, so, like, all the classic rock guys that, like, every guy is gonna say, like, Eddie Van Halen, Steve Ray Vaughan, and all those guys, like, all the classic guitarists, of course, I love, um, but it definitely, like, the, the kind of, like, modern more types. I can, like, go look on, like, Spotify, what I've been listening yeah. to, and I rattle off a bunch of names, but I've definitely been listening to, like, more fusion-type players, too, lately. A lot of, like, crazy kind of technical guys but yeah all right angel what about you white drums yes drums <laughs> i grew up listening to iron maiden so Nico mcbrain was a big influence on me yeah and that's my dad's favorite band so i had the opportunity once to play on nico's kit in uh in his restaurant like the anniversary of his restaurant and that's how i got to have like a connection with him so that was I was fangirling a bit, but like, I was like, oh my god, I'm so dramatic. Yeah, that would be a big one. Um, Jay Weinberg from Slipknot, he's a, another big one. And when I first started playing, Bao from The Warning, I followed her when she was growing up I, as well as me. I was watching her covers, I was watching The Warning. And just another side band would be Motionless and White. Just a collective, most, Motionless and White. Okie dokie. Now, let's talk about your last single, It's Over. It was released in September this year. It's already on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. How was your experience working with the single? Um, yeah, it was, it was really interesting. It was us really moving into a different direction. Um, if you listen to Low, it's got a different vibe to it. That was our single that we released a few years prior. And it's got a completely different vibe. So... What's funny is right before we went into the studio, we were really like, man, like, what are we gonna do? Like, we gotta get something like together. And I am beyond like excited for what we're doing. Like we have some more songs in the works. They're waiting to come out and our vibe, like I love it now. It's just 
it's just so cool. The whole process was so much fun. That was actually my first time recording vocals like officially. Mm -hmm. So that was like, yeah, that's so cool. It was really, really awesome. Did you do it all by yourself or you had some help? Oh, no, we are. Oh, yeah, we have um the lead singer from Fame on Fire. He was our producer. His name is Brian Kuznets. Big shout out to him. Mm -hmm. He is he helped us a lot the coolest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he really helped us find like where we wanted to be with our sound and really like just bringing that song to life. Because if you listen to the demo, it's like it's it went through some different. <laughs> it's different how it was originally. Yeah. So big shout out to him. And yeah, I'm just so happy with how it came out. Jacob, what's your favorite accident song? It's probably yeah. all three of us are going to say, and probably for the same reason, because the breakdown, like, yes, towards yes. the end of the song, I knew it. The breakdown towards the end of the song just gets everyone kind of going nuts. Yeah. And oh, it's so much fun. that's always the best part to play live. So we're talking about It's Over. Yes. yes. Yeah. But what about Low? Low is a lot of fun too, don't get me it's wrong. It's fun. <laughs> I love it. It's fun. It's a different vibe. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely a lot less of the, you know, headbanging mm -hmm. and like that it, kind of vibe. That song yeah. feels more like poppy, like vibe, like more pop rock vibe. So we can say that It's Over is the new direction of Exigen. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. definitely where we want to go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. What do you want to achieve with the band? I feel like all of us have an agreement, or not an agreement, but like to be, we want to inspire people. We want people to look at us and be like, I want to be like that one day, or I want that to be me, because that's how we all looked at our idols and our people that we do want to look up to. We were like, we want to be that. So I feel like we all want to be inspiring. We want people to look at us and be like, wow, I want to be like Exigent. That's a cool band, you know? That's, that's I feel like that's another core in our whole band. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Jacob, how would you describe Angel? Who is Angel? I guess, well, Angel's playing, I guess I would describe as like 
I guess, like, bombastic, like, Angel, I don't know if that's, like, a good word, because, like, Angel, like, live, hits those drums like she wants to kill those drums, like, I would also say that, like, when it comes to, I especially see it, like, like, when we're setting up, you get, like, super, like, focused in on things. (laughs) I did the same thing. But like, especially like when we when like when things kind of get like chaotic during like setups and they have to go really fast, it's kind of like everything is just like to the task <laughs> at right. hand. Angel, please describe Jessica. Jessica, she is such a kind-hearted person. When I first met her, she was just like, "Hi," I'm like, "You're so cute," but <laughs> um, she she does get. Flattered me. He's look at her. She's so cute. I love but um, <laughs> when I first met them both, they impressed me. So th- she's very impressive. Oh, she's very <laughs> impressive. We're like, oh, she can do bass and she sings. Ooh, like, that's amazing. <laughs> and another word, she is gorgeous. She is a gorgeous mama. That's that's what's up. <laughs> okay, okay. Jessica, now it's your turn with Jacob. Um, one word that popped out to me is energetic. Yes. Because, <laughs> he, like, if you see him on stage, he's just, like, bouncing. He's, like, doing his thing. He's just, like, yeah. He, you never see him, like, unless it's, like, rehearsal, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but he, you wouldn't see him ever just, like, standing, like, like he's always, he's always got energy. Groovy. It's very groovy. <laughs> I also want to say goofy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> he's just like, I mean, I've lived with this guy for my whole life. So, yeah, he's a very silly guy. He always makes people laugh. He's never boring or just like, you know, he's always got a joke for you. He's mm-hmm. great. He's a great guy. Another word to describe him. Disciplined. I know this might come as a surprise to you because you're like, oh, God, I'm all over the place with like school and I hardly ever practice. But like when he really gets into it, like he knows his stuff. He shows me things. He's like super disciplined about that. Where like, and he says like, "Oh, I can't teach or anything." Like he's, he's gonna downplay that. But like, really, I honestly think like, like when he gets down to it, he can be disciplined, and he, hundred percent knows what he's talking mm-hmm. about. So. And I just mm-hmm. want to add, they're both very humble. I feel like this is, we're not like, inflated, you know, like our our egos are not like, Plato head, <laughs> like up in the moon. Like, I feel like we're, we're very grounded as people yeah. know, around yeah, us. Yeah, I'm not about that. I don't like that whole, like, I, I want to be real and stuff. <laughs> I think three of us are like this, where we're not, oh, I need to be the best and, like, like lead singer syndrome, if you've ever heard of that. I hate that. All right. Angel, do you experience any change when you are on stage? I feel like I am a different person when I'm on stage. I, my hair is everywhere. I, <laughs> I'm screaming more. That's for me. It's just, it's natural. That's that's for me. But when I'm here in person, yeah, I'm a bit like loud, but I'm not like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We can see that. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Well, I'm not like the way that I am at stage. You know, like I'm a bit more out there. So you a little restrained now. Yeah. Good for us. Now this question is for Jacob, mate. How do you handle procrastination? <laughs> oh boy. Uh. <laughs> When it comes to school, I'm a chronic procrastinator. I will get it done. It will get done. That's his discipline side. That's when he's disciplined. (laughs) The problem is, is 
getting to that point. And usually it doesn't happen until it's like right on the line of, oh man, I might have cut this too late. And then it's like, boom, 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 perfect work ethic. And then it's done right on the deadline when it comes to like anything. I'm a chronic procrastinator with that. But what about with a band? Not nearly as much as school because I enjoy doing music more than school. <laughs> All right. Jessica, how do you handle it? Um, so like Jacob said, I have been a procrastinator <laughs> and I still kind of am. I haven't had as big of a problem with it. I generally can still like be like, okay, I have to do this now. And like I've gotten better, especially with well, pretty much with anything. With music, I definitely am like, I have to do this ahead of time just because of vocals and bass. I can't procrastinate that. Like I have to sit down with things and slow down songs, really get the parts, make sure I'm not out of tune. So I'm kind of forced not to procrastinate. <laughs> but if I want to, like if I find myself like, oh, I don't really want to do anything, I just kind of set like a mental deadline where it's not so much like, oh, I have to do this by this date. It's like for each day, like let's say, okay, I have a song to learn. So for each day, I'll get some amount of progress done. So maybe for an hour or just like, not even like time sometimes, just I need to figure out where we're going to slow down the song today, however long that takes. It just kind of is flexible with me personally, where I kind of let myself have some room with like, I don't have to have a specific time or a specific like, day or whatever, but just getting things done. Really. Now, Angel, do you consider yourself to be an ambitious person? Ambitious? Am I? <laughs> I think so. I'm, I'm out there. I feel like I can get things done. Sometimes I am like them, meaning like the procrastination part, though. I can't agree like with school, but with the music, I'm kind of doing a multitasking the whole time because I'm in school and I'm in high school. So I'm in doing my homework at lunch and then while doing it I'll be listening to the set list or I listen to the music or I'll be going to work and actually have to go to work later today so on the way there I'll be listening to the music so I'm always doing something I'm always learning while I'm doing everything but I feel like I am an ambitious person <laughs> yeah <laughs> Jacob have you experienced stage fright I mean I've been like going on stages like for so long I gotta be honest like it feels totally natural for me to be on stage. However, in doing music, like it's the same like situation doing like being on a stage with musicians. If you were to tell me like, oh, go on a stage in front of the same amount of people you just played for and like give a 20 minute presentation on something, <laughs> then I would probably get more nervous. But like going out and playing music like I'm pretty much completely it doesn't really hasn't really ever phased me all right Jessica uh, I've never had like stage fright because I've been doing dance since I was like four so the stage isn't alien to me at all like that's where I'm actually really comfortable the only thing I'd say is sometimes I would get nerves around like speaking I mean I've done some public speaking to some extent but it's very hard for me to just talk like I, if I'm playing I'm like 
and, and I kind of have to talk. I'm the front person. So if I'm playing, I'm just like doing my thing. But when I have to talk, I'm much better about it now. But in the very beginning, I would get like, oh boy, what do I say? Mm -hmm. Uh, hi guys, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know what to say. But over time, you just kind of get used to it. And, it. and even then, it wasn't the worst thing ever. Like, I, I wouldn't ever freeze up and just panic. Right. Now, this question is for Angel. Any tough moment in your life that has defined you as a person? Uh, I was bullied really badly in elementary school and middle school. That was very hard on me. And I feel like it did change me. It became more of a, like a fuel in a way like I know this is kind of bad to say but like I'm trying to be more successful in like our element in like oh yeah look at me I'm doing a lot better than you right now so you shouldn't have messed with me in middle school or like elementary school but I feel like as a person now I I'm better at standing up for myself I could let things some slide but I'm always having a mental note like you did this let's let's not do that again so i feel like that did morph me into something else angel what would you change if you could go back in time what i changed yeah i would i would probably be more like stand up more for myself it would i would be more rough around that time i would be more like why'd you do that or i would be more independent in that way in that yeah. part of my life how was all this COVID situation for you, Jacob? I mean, I know a lot of people say COVID kind of fucked things up. Can we swear? <laughs> but for a slightly different reason, because there was like the whole COVID thing kind of lined up at the same time. I mean, I was I was getting out of high school class of 2020. Um, so that's kind of like the that's kind of like the age where it's like, oh, God. I'm growing, I'm getting older, uh, starting to grow up, starting to see adult things that I have to do, adult things. <laughs> um, and that kind of like two year gap. At the end of it, like one time in specific, I don't know how to describe it. It's like the weirdest feeling, but it was just like walking back one time into the high school. And by this point, I'm already my second year in college and I hadn't seen anyone from the school since then and like walking back in there when the school was just like empty it was such a weird feeling it almost felt like you weren't even in reality it's this is like the weirdest feeling it like really messed with me like partly because like i was kind of like holding out for like a bit of closure on all that like times i had in high school but i never got it and like that day kind of just made me realize like everything has moved on from this point. It like really messed with me that day, but I guess that it's kind of made me just like to just appreciate the present and not get too caught up in worrying about the future, you know, just kind of staying in the present moment. I mean, there's not really much I can go back and change about that. Cause I mean, COVID happened that couldn't really control that. So right. Thank you for sharing, mate. Now, the last question. Jessica, are you the boss here? Who's the boss? She's the boss on stage, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I kind of have to. Who else is going to do the job? <laughs> yeah, she's the one that's in front of everyone. 
Yeah, got to do the talking, got to kind of lead the show a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're driving the tempos, but yeah. other than that, yeah, I kind of have yeah, to... Other than that, I'm the boss. All right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. When, when everyone's, uh, like, when she's tuning up, me and Jake, we're like, so how's it over there? Like, we're, we're, then, like, now we're the ones that's, like, controlling the whole show. And then when she's, like, getting back, she has her little break. And then when he has to tune on by myself, I'm like, yo, yo, how's everybody doing tonight? They're like, yeah. So we have we do we do help her out but mm-hmm. like when i got go to like okay you guys got to be boss for a couple seconds <laughs> while i go and tune up and switch bases or I something <laughs> well i really enjoyed this conversation it was really really nice i wish you the best in the future and may the metal be with you thank you so much for being here